The importance of effective leadership in a small flight operation. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan, brought to you by Varion, formerly ATP. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for the very latest business aviation news and information. Small Part 91 flight departments face the same challenges as their larger fractional and Part 135 counterparts, but they typically do so with far fewer personnel and resources. That can make it even more critical that the leader of the operation, along with those who lead from their positions, step up to create a safe professional environment. Joining me now to discuss the importance of leadership in these operations are Joe Samudovsky, co-chair of the NBAA Small Flight Department Subcommittee, and David Keyes, vice chair of NBAA's Domestic Operations Committee and chief pilot for Peace River Citrus Products. Dave, why is leadership so important in a smaller flight operation that might have just a few staff members? Well, typically we do not have the infrastructure that a large flight department would have where you have systems in place for personnel issues that may arise. In a small department, it may just be two pilots. And it's more of a family atmosphere than a, than a work environment, which creates its own issues. Because if you've been around a family, you know that there's differences. And a lot of times those get shoved under the carpet because nobody wants to offend the other person. But I think as a leader in a small department, dependent on you to take the temperature of how you and your other pilot are getting along. And if there's issues, try and raise those so that it's an environment where they could speak. And if you need to seek out some assistance in that, I think it's, it's a bigger challenge than say a, a, a director who's got a larger department that has a chief pilots or other people that'll help manage the people. Joe, Dave noted that smaller operations can feel more like a family, which definitely has its benefits, but I'd imagine that also creates challenges when it comes time for a leader to enforce a new directive or policy, or even discipline an employee. Yes, it certainly can present a challenge. However, the leader's attitude really sets the tone of the flight department, and that can translate into the the culture and dictates, you know, what type of a culture the flight department has with the leader's attitude, you know, come with it from a positive attitude, you know, willing to uh, accept input and uh, listen and ask questions and have a sense of humility. That can really go a long way in creating a positive work environment for the employees in the small flight department. What skills are particularly important for a leader of a small operation to have, Joe? I think the skills of a leader in a small flight department that are helpful to them really isn't that much different to a leader in any organization. Being an effective communicator, being someone that carries a lot of integrity, discipline and transparency, respect for others is really important. But all of that, I think, stems from owning the leadership position and really owning their role in leading the flight department, realizing that the way they act and, and treat others is, is going to be a reflection of the overall success of the flight department. Too many times in the past, the person who's risen to the leadership level thinks that they're, how would I put this politely, they're poopy doesn't stinky. And, and so 
they become autocratic and the person that's that's working with them has no say so into what's happening or they block the line of communications to the boss or the c-suite or whoever the, and they all information must pass through them and that just creates a hostile work environment and, and what i encourage small department managers to create a team and, and say, look, we're, our goal is to provide safe, efficient, quality transportation for the bus. Let's do it together. If you have an idea, let's pass it on. And I always tell in my departments, I tell my principal, you can ask either one of us a question. And, and if I'm not available, my other pilot can answer it and I'll support it 100%. So create that cooperative environment goes so much further than this autocratic everything has to flow through me i'm controlling all the conversation i'm controlling everything right off the bat you've created a hostile environment and the other pilot's going to be looking to get out of there at some point or undermine the operation because they feel they have no voice in it so i think it's really looking in the mirror and deciding what type of environment have you created from the get-go and then after that it's it's listening more than talking you know, listen to what they have to say. If they they show up and they're, they're mopey or something's going on, feel free to say, hey, is everything okay? Is there something we need to know about or talk about? Maybe something personal going on in their life or something that, that they could share. And you can help determine, okay, well, why don't you maybe not fly this trip? We'll get a contractor today. Setting the tone and listening are the, the highest qualities that a leader could have. More of our conversation coming up, following this word from our sponsor. Take your aviation operations to new heights. Introducing Varion, formerly known as ATP, your ultimate partner in achieving maximum aircraft uptime. At Varion, we understand the challenges faced by everyone in aviation. Our industry-leading technology solutions revolutionize aircraft management, so there's no more waiting, no more wondering, and no more wasted effort. Get real-time visibility of your maintenance, inventory, operations, and regulatory data right at your fingertips with an easy-to-use system, backed by a team of experts with deep aviation knowledge offering 24-7, 365 support. After 50 years in the business, we have built a growing reputation for getting our customers more aircraft uptime. That's why thousands of aircraft operators worldwide have already discovered the power of Varion. Say goodbye to downtime and hello to increased efficiency and profitability. Visit Varion.com to learn more. Varion, let's get you more uptime. We're back now with Joe Samyadovsky and David Keyes and our discussion about how to be an effective leader of a small flight operation. Dave, we've been talking about what skills and attitudes that leaders should have. Is there an example from your own career that highlights the importance of effective leadership? Oh, very much so. I've, over the years, have, have worked under autocratic chief pilots. And in fact, the company I'm working for now had a chief pilot that had been here for 18 years and was somewhat that autocratic leader. When I left the first time, they hired a young lady to come in to replace me. And he just set the wrong tone with her and, and to where it was almost combative. And she sought advice from me. And, and I said to go talk to the principal. Our principal of our company runs his company with a team. He has a bunch of senior management people and they all come together and and basically run the company. And so she went to the boss and and shortly after that, uh, he was let go because the boss said, that's not how I run my company. 
So it was to, to see the detriment of the quality of the operation and to know that she wasn't giving her best because of how she was being made to feel. So I got to see that front row here just not too long ago. That's definitely an unnerving situation to be in, facing that decision to continue in that hostile environment or go to the principal to address those issues. Well, exactly. And, and you know, in our environment today, it's so easy for that other pilot to just leave. There are so many other opportunities out there now. So if you're having a lot of turnover, you may want to look in the mirror and say, why are these pilots not wanting to fly with me? What, what are we creating? It may be fine. It may be a corporate problem, but start looking in the mirror and asking the question, I think, is, is the first place to start. I think the other challenge we see in small flight departments, and I share this all the time, I get calls. A young fellow will call and he said, you know, I got hired as a co-pilot six months ago. <laughs> and I'm the chief pilot now because the captain went off to the airlines. What do I do? And they have had no leadership training, no, no ability, no, no environment to create some leadership skills. So they're kind of floundering a little bit like, how do I manage this and all the things that have to happen and hire somebody? So fortunately, we can help and walk them through that through some mentoring. To continue and kind of highlight the, the point that Dave brought up about the impact of teamwork in leadership in a small flight department. I recently finished reading the book uh, Extreme Ownership, which is a pretty popular book about about leadership concepts by Jocko Willink and um, his lessons learned in the military and how they translate into leadership in, in life and in the business world. And one of the points he makes in one of his principles, which is leading up the chain, is that you don't have to be in a traditional leadership role to be a leader in an organization. And uh, he further makes the point that one of the most important jobs of any leader is um, being there to support your, your boss, whoever your immediate leader is. And uh, so back in 2019, when I was with my previous small flight department, we were a one aircraft, two pilot flight department, just myself and my chief pilot. Our principal decided it was time to uh, transition to a new aircraft. So as any small flight department manager knows, that requires a lot of work in of itself. Finding a new maintenance provider and all the training and LOAs, and there's just a lot of background work that goes on. So during that time, I made sure to let my chief pilot know that I was there with whatever help he needed, that I was there more to than just be a, a pilot there to fly. I was happy to help with whatever he needed. And so that went on for several months as we got trained up and took delivery of the new aircraft at the end of 2019, early 2020. And then as uh, everyone knows, just a few months later, we entered into the COVID pandemic, which presented a whole new set of challenges. So again, I made sure that my chief pilot was aware that I was there to help and navigate that new set of obstacles. And so I like to think that coming at it from a teamwork perspective, for me, highlighted the point that anybody in the flight department can be a leader. It doesn't have to be the person that holds the actual leadership as a department manager or chief pilot. Joe, what other advice or resources would you like to share for those seeking to be an effective leader in a small flight operation and in our industry? 
I would recommend getting out there and getting involved. There's regional groups. There's also resources through the MBAA's professional development programs. There's leadership courses and um, lots of ways to connect with others in similar situations and similar roles because any, any challenge that uh, you might be facing as a small flight department leader, you're most likely not alone in. And um, having others there that are in similar situations can be very helpful to just kind of soundboard one another and, and solicit feedback on how to handle whatever challenges that they're facing. Dave, how about you? I agree that the conversation with your peers is going to be a great stepping stone. But I think look at it more as a relationship, like a marriage. And I've steered a lot of people to peacemakers of conflict resolution program that has great books and resources, but there's, there's other out there. The, the biggest takeaway is uh, you're not always right. <laughs> so start from that premise and then like start listening. And I think when you go through some of the, read some of these books and, and listen to some of the leaders, it's really about, particularly when a conflict happens and you need to need to address it. It's about taking the time to listen to the other person and trying to find the commonality to say, okay, yes, we, we can, we can now focus on what the problem is and not our personalities. If you can do that, you're going to go a long way in, in being a strong leader and building a, a really safe environment to, to work in. When you as a leader get involved in activities outside of your flight department, such as participating in a regional group, participating in the MBAA programs or a committee work, you're going to pick up how other flight managers operate. And I think that's the other key ingredient that don't be in a silo because a lot of small departments fly out of a small airport and they may not have a, a other operators around them that they can bounce ideas or talk to them about situations. So the bigger community is a great resource where we can share. We have older pilots that have been around operating flight departments for a long time. We're all willing in this industry. We're all willing to share our expertise or our knowledge or our experiences. And you can draw on that. You know, growing up as a pilot, I always learned so much more what I used to call hangar talk, hanging around the airport and listening to some of the older pilots share their experiences. And so what a great resource we have just by the association itself. So get plugged in, don't feel isolated and get support. One other thing that comes to mind as an important element to the discussion on leadership, I think is mentorship. I think that's really important both for those that are currently in leadership positions and then those that are maybe stepping into their first experience in business aviation. I am thankful to have had many mentors over the year, and I think it's a great way to be able to both give back for those that have been involved in the industry for a while and and be able to pass on some of that uh, leadership experience. And also for those Entering business aviation possibly for the first time, it's a great way to learn from others who've, who've had that leadership experience. Leadership in a small flight operation will also be in focus during the upcoming Small Operator Symposium, taking place Monday afternoon, October 16th, ahead of the start of NBAA's Business Aviation Convention and Exhibition in Las Vegas, Nevada. Learn more about the symposium and the show at nbaa.org forward slash base. That's B-A-C-E. 
This is an important topic, so an upcoming episode of Flight Plan will also examine another critical safety concern in small flight operations, so be sure to check out that episode as well. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcast, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Miles right, base, sending out a 3500. All right, we got him inside. We're still in effect 170. Cover.